you made your dream become reality when you launched your boutique fitness studio. But we aren't always prepared for the challenges that we have to take on inside that business, particularly when it comes to sales. So many of us struggle with how to move clients through a sales funnel, even if we have a sales funnel to move them through. But here's a little secret. Selling your studio services doesn't have to be intimidating or difficult. It can actually be fun. Tune in to today's episode and you will learn my four favorite tactics for making sales much easier and comfortable for you just in time to give your January revenue a major boost. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today because we are going to be talking about one of the most important activities that you undertake in your business, and that is sales. I know, I know, I know it's not your favorite topic, I know, but selling is absolutely essential for your business to run. It's what brings the money in the door And we're all here to generate money from our studio businesses. Am I right? Yes. So if you find the thought of selling anything to your clients a little bit uncomfortable or challenging, you are not alone. But I have got four tactics that you can start to use today to boost your studio's revenue in January and February and March and beyond. But first... I want to address the one of the biggest things that is probably holding you back when it comes to being as effective as you can be when it comes to selling. And that is your mindset. When we think of sales, we often conjure up images of pushy people trying tricky tactics to get us to spend money on things that we don't need or want. And To be honest, that is an image that you must work hard to change because you are not pushy. You are not tricky and your clients really do need and want your services. After all, you and I both know that your clients' lives are improved and 100% benefited in so many ways by being a part of your studio and your community. So before you figure out the mechanics of handling transactions and bookings and perhaps inviting new clients to try you out, you need to shift your mindset. And instead of looking for ways to perhaps avoid the sales process or having a love-hate relationship with it, perhaps think about it as your means, your way, the path to touching more lives, to making a bigger difference and sharing the amazing benefits of your studio with more people in this world. Because that is what you're doing when you sell another package, another intro offer, or another membership. Okay? So now that we've addressed the major elephant in the room, 
the sales mindset. Let's talk about some very specific tactics that you should start implementing right away to boost your revenue, not just this month, but every single month of the year and every single time you sell to a client. Okay. Number one, connection. When you choose to have a focus on truly connecting with your clients, you will never come across as salesy or pushy. Okay. Clients are always looking for their instructors or studio owners to take the role as a guide for them. Your clients want to feel seen, known, and understood. They don't just want to feel like another number in the studio. So it's really important that you work on making sure that you have valid um, connections with your clients, engaging in genuine conversations with them and get to know them little by little and show them that you care. All right. We want to really pay attention to the language your clients are using, to what they're telling you and observing the way that they engage and interact with your business and what they're saying about your business. When you are aware of what your clients are thinking and feeling when it comes to what they do inside of your studio, it will help you tremendously to be able to shape your services and your offers and your business to your clients' needs, which means that you become a really a much bigger part of their life, of their world and of their routines. Okay. So when you are able to integrate um, their language in the way that you perhaps talk to them about what you do, it helps to realign your marketing with your clients. So this is a twofold benefit to having this, to, to using this tactic in your business. Okay. So we definitely want to be focused on connecting with our clients in a very genuine and very authentic way. Number two, we want to think about why your clients are there. So as I just mentioned, when I talked about connection, your clients are really looking to see you as their guide and as an expert. Give them what they need from you by being super, super clear and describing what they'll also need to do to get the outcomes and results that they want. So early on in the sales conversation, you really want to set the expectations and be super duper clear about what that means. You want to start talking about what's possible for your clients, but you also want to tie that to what they need to do to meet, to, to realize those results and those outcomes and those possibilities. Remember that your potential clients are looking for someone to take them from their current state into that place in the future that they want to get to. And they're really hoping that you can help them. Okay. So it's incredibly important to understand where they're coming from and what they're struggling with um, and why they're showing up in your studio so that you can help guide them forward and perhaps become that bridge between where they are today and the amazing feeling of strength and health and well-being that they're looking for. So you want to make this super clear in where early on in the conversations you're having with your clients and you want to make it specific to their particular needs. And so we know that when we have those early conversations if we can understand your clients and their goals and perhaps some of the things that they might be concerned about early on we can address them head on and take away ambiguity, which often creates perhaps a little bit of hesitancy when it comes to making a decision about becoming your client. All right. So 
we definitely want to understand why your clients are there in your studio showing up as they are, okay? And what they're looking for. All right, number three, we definitely want to make an offer, okay? Now, what I mean by this is that we want to be super duper clear that we are inviting people into our business, that we are inviting people to take action. And we're super clear about asking for that action. You want to be very clear about what you want people to do in any sales message you send out. So you might've heard the term CTA or call to action. And what that means is a prompt that you give to people to encourage them to take an action. And that can look like anything from book your intro session here, book your intro session now on a postcard that you might be mailing out. It can look like click here to book your next session in an email or on your website. It might look like click here for our new client special offers on your website. So those are just a couple of examples of what we call call to actions um, and where we are making an offer. We're making an invitation to in, and inviting your clients in to, to the studio, inviting them to take action. Okay. Now this is really important. And a lot of data, like a lot of data shows that those types of calls to action do really influence whether or not people take action on your website and your emails online, when it comes to social media and posting um, to Instagram and so on, those call to actions really do drive action. So it's really important that you're aware of incorporating them into all of these different touch points that you have, uh, where you are visible to new clients and to existing clients. Okay. So we definitely want to use CTAs in emails that you're sending out to your audience, to your clients, to your target, um, audience, um, to your, to your database. And we want to make sure that there, there is something behind that call to action that it's relevant. All right. If we want it to be effective as a call to action. All right. So number three, you definitely want to make an offer. Okay. The fourth one is all about converting people from just looking to a long-term loyal client. Now, if you do the first three consistently, so if you are connecting with your clients, if you're aware of why they're there, and if you are inviting people into the next step of their journey inside of your business, then this fourth one of converting them into true clients will happen much more organically. Because once you paint, uh, sorry, once you connect with your clients, once you then paint the possibility of your future together and you make them an invitation that they feel compelled to take. And then you move them seamlessly from being just aware of your business, perhaps being curious about what's possible to becoming a repeat client. It just happens much, much, much more easily. Now, sometimes when you're, look, when you're converting, you're looking to convert someone from um, but just being interested in your studio. So perhaps they have found themselves on your email list and you're trying to convert them to a paying client, right? So when they perhaps may buy your intro pack, perhaps. And sometimes you're trying to convert a client from their expiring intro pack. So perhaps they've come to the studio, perhaps they've bought an intro package um, to try out so whatever, what it is that you offer in your business, maybe that's a package of private sessions. Perhaps that's a package of classes, or perhaps it's a combination package, or perhaps it's a, um, 
a membership. And from there, you want to take them into perhaps a longer term, higher commitment package, which will then indicate to you that they, you've crossed the finish line with that client and they are, um, they're willing to, to take that next step with you. No matter what your client, where your client is on their journey within your studio, you really want to nurture the relationship with them along that, along that journey and give them very specific, very, very easy ways to continue on to be your client on an ongoing basis, right? So we don't want there to ever be kind of this roadblock where they don't know what's next for them. There needs to be a very, very seamless journey forward for them, a seam, an, an open gate at every kind of end of um, every next step. So we want to guide them forward through the gate into the next step. And if that looks like encouraging them to perhaps buy that introductory offer, perhaps that looks like moving seamlessly from that intro offer into a package, into a membership, you want to make sure that you're really clear about what you can do to guide them forward on that journey. So maybe you might want to have some email marketing templates ready to go. Perhaps they can be automated. They don't have to be, but they can be to move people through that sales funnel. Okay. And then once they become those clients that have, that, that have purchased a package or a membership, then we want to make sure that they keep coming back month after month and year after year. So nurturing those relationships on an ongoing basis. You never stop connecting with your clients. You never stop keeping them engaged and making sure that they are aware of what's possible for them as they continue on their journey as your client inside of your studio business. Okay. So selling doesn't have to be as difficult or, uh, or as challenging as we might make it seem. I really encourage you to find a way to implement these four elements into your everyday uh, interactions with your clients as much as a habit as you can make it. And this will make it very, very easy for you and easy for your clients to make a buying decision from you. So there you have it. You can boost your January revenue. To do that, we just talked about that mindset shift that really has to come first that might be holding you back from selling as much as you could inside your studio business. And then I shared with you those four tactics that you can start implementing right away to increase your sales this month and every single month of the year. So as a quick recap, number one, connect with your clients in an authentic and genuine way. Number two, understand why your clients are there and what they're looking for. Number three, you want to make sure you are inviting your clients into the next phase of their journey with you, and you're doing that often. And then number four is you want to make sure that you are not putting any roadblocks in the way of them moving into that next phase of their journey with you. Okay. So I hope this is super helpful to you. If you're loving what you're hearing, I'd be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening to this episode and rate and review the Pilates Business Podcast. It would mean a ton to me and it will help to get the podcast out into our amazing community so that more teachers and studio owners just like you can feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, 
there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh,